divine healing is something that belongs to us in the redemption. In order to receive divine healing, we have to have faith. God requires faith. In order for us to have faith, we have to know God's will. And in order to know God's will, we have to study His will, which is the Word of God. Healing is something that we should walk in. Divine health is something that belongs to the believer. It says in Romans 8.11, But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. The Bible talks about the importance of faith. And let's go to Mark 11. Uh, 11 and let's look at verse 22. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. If you go to the Greek uh, Bible, which is the, the original text, it says, Ehite pistin theo. Ehite pistin theo, which can be translated, Have faith in God, have the faith of God, or have the faith that God has. So God has opened the door for us to have His faith. He imparts into us His faith through His Word. As we hear His Word, and as His Word is quickened in our hearts, faith is imparted. In order to receive healing, we have to hear the Word regarding healing. The promises regarding healing. We can see here earlier in the same chapter, verse 12, And on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree after, afar off, having leaves, he came, if haply he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Strange thing. First of all, why did he walk up to the tree and check out if it had figs or not? Well, normally if a tree had leaves, it also had figs. In this case, the tree only had leaves, no figs. It had appearance but no fruit. Many times this is true in the, in the church, that there is an appearance of godliness. And the Word of God says that they shall have an appearance of godliness, but that it will deny the power. The power of God is what brings the fruit. And the fruit is what God desires. I have called you, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, the Bible says. I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name he may give it you. But in this case there was no fruit and therefore the tree was cursed. So every believer that doesn't bring fruit in their lives are in danger of being cursed because God wants us to bring forth fruit. And if we deny the power, we will eventually lose even the salvation. There has to be power, not just formality, not just traditions. It has to be the word, yes, but there has to be the power. So the disciples heard Jesus speak here. Nothing seemed to change. A strange thing we said. Jesus speaking to trees. But God has called us to do the same things that Jesus did. 
Jesus said, the works that I do, John 14, the works that I do, ye shall do also. And greater works than these shall ye do, because I go unto my Father. God has called us to speak to things. We see that later on. We go to verse 22 again. It says, have faith in God, or have God's faith. And then Jesus starts elaborating on God's faith, how it operates. But verily I said to whosoever shall say, whosoever shall speak to this fig tree, or whosoever shall speak to this mountain, or whosoever shall speak to this circumstance, or whosoever shall speak to this disease, obstacle, whatever it might be, be that removed or die. Like Jesus spoke to the fig tree. He cursed it and said, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. Whosoever shall say unto this obstacle, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, not what God saith, but what he saith, we have to speak the word of God. In order to activate the angelic world, we have to speak God's word. For the word of God says in Psalms, they hearken, the angels hearken, to the voice of His Word. We are the voice of His Word. God is in heaven, and He has given His Spirit to His church, and He has given His Word to His body, His church, and He has commanded the church to preach, and to proclaim, and to speak His Word. So we are to speak His Word, even as Jesus spoke the Father's Word, not doubting in our hearts, but believing that what we say will come to pass, and we will have what we say. Because God is speaking it through us. Verse 24, Therefore I send to you, what things ever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. We believe what we desire, that we receive it, or that we take it when we pray. That word receive is take. When you pray, that's when you believe that you take your healing. Because your healing is rightfully yours. Your salvation is rightfully yours, but you have to take it, you have to receive it. God cannot do it. For years and years people were trying to earn salvation. They were doing all kinds of things to earn salvation until Luther had a revelation of justification by faith. When he began to preach that, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. And people began to believe it. And we know there's a great reformation. Healing is received the same way. It is plain, as we can see here, that Jesus meant that the same faith he exercised, using, speaking to the tree, also is to be used by us, his, his body. He's telling us that we can have and we have the faith of God. And we are to have the faith of God. The faith that God gives. As we see in Romans 12, God has given to every man the measure of faith. God gives us faith. Every human being has faith in something. Without faith it's impossible to live. But we talk about the faith of God in God's word regarding divine healing. A faith that we build by knowing that it's God's will for us to be well and to be healed. 
God gives us faith. God gives faith to every person that hears his word and receives it. He gives faith to everybody that is willing to be obedient. Because without obedience, faith will not operate. He gives faith to everybody that is willing to live for him in godliness, in holiness, following in the footsteps of Jesus, being an imitator of Christ. Like Paul says, be imitators of me, even as I am an imitator or mimic of Christ, a mimic of Jesus. As we do this, we can live free from condemnation, because condemnation robs us of our faith. And we can walk in the full light of the Scriptures, as we study the Word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to quicken the Word to our hearts. John declares in 1 John 3.21 If our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Another word for faith is confidence. If we have confidence in God, we have faith in God. Complete confidence is necessary in order to receive from God. God is the most trustworthy of all persons in existence. His word is trustworthy. His word is true. The devil's job is to question God. We see how the devil questioned God, speaking to Eve, saying, Has God said? Should God have said? Did God really say that? The devil uses the same tactics today. But as we stay with the word of God and God's promises, with confidence that what he has promised is also able to perform, even as Abraham believed God. The word of God says that being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, he staggered not at the promises of God for unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. He was fully persuaded, he was confident. Faith is not a mysterious feeling. Faith is something, like I said, we use in our everyday life. We write a letter, and we put a stamp on the letter, we put it in the mailbox, and we believe that that letter will reach the person, the addressee. We have confidence in the postal service. The same thing you can do with God. You write your petition, you, say, you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, you send your letter, the angels take that letter, that petition to the presence of God, and they bring it to the Father, and the Father examines the petition, and this a petition has been made in faith, the petition has been made on the legal grounds of the Word of God, the petition has been made based on the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, the petition has been made in the name of Jesus. It is granted. And the Father sends the angel back with healing in his wings. And your body will be restored. You will recover. Hallelujah. For healing belongs to his people. Hallelujah. The children of Israel were all healed. One day, when they all partook of the lamb, and all partook unleavened bread, and they all partook 
of the covenant meal, and then they were all healed. There was not one feeble one amongst their tribes. And they had silver and gold. They were well provided for. And they left Egypt totally delivered because of their faith in the promises of God. Some people might have more faith in the postal service than they have in God. But let's have faith in God. There is no doubt that God is more faithful. The postal service once in a while can mess up. But God never messes up. He is faithful. He who has promised. He will certainly do what he has said. He said here. Have faith. Have the faith of God. And I believe we are moving into a time. When this will be more and stronger and stronger. That the believers will rise up. In not only in, in a, a logos intellectual faith. Because the logos is the foundation. But that logos had to be quickened. For the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. But we need that rhema word, that quickened word, that spoken word from God. That, that word has been spoken in due season. We receive that and speak that. The fig tree will die. The mountain will be removed. The disease will flee. The dead will be raised. The sick will be healed. The lost will be saved. And God will be glorified. Healing is absolutely guaranteed. On God's part. We don't need to try to obtain it. Because Jesus. He paid the price for it. But we can. By trusting his word. And acting upon his word. Believe it and receive it. Many different ways. The word of God talks about different ways. That God heals. As an example. That came to mind right now. By the spirit of God. Naaman in the Old Testament. Came to the prophet. To be healed. He came to, to receive his healing. And he had a preconceived notion. How that healing would happen. Many times people miss their healing. They miss their miracle. Because they have preconceived notion how it will happen. I have seen people in the past. That told me. That said. Oh I remember I, I, I read about this man. And I heard about this woman. And how they were healed. And that's the way I want to get healed. Or they're telling me. Anoint me with all. Do this. Or send a prayer cloth. Well if God told them that. Then it will work. But if it's, a, it's, a, if, if it's something that they have. Just uh, imagined in their minds. Then it will not work. Naaman did not receive his healing at first because he believed that the prophet would come out, he would anoint him with oil, or he would he put his hand over the leprosy and he would receive his healing. He had a, a, a mental picture of how God would heal him. But God saw his problem. His problem was pride. And the prophet didn't even come out to greet him. He sent his servant. And it offended him, an important man. He doesn't even get to talk to the prophet. But see, humility is necessary for healing to occur. And Naaman, he, he, was received, he received a word, not only was he not greeted by the prophet, not only did he, was he not a minister to the prophet the way he had seen in his mind, and that he thought that he deserved being such an important person and all. No. He, the word of God that was sent to him was a humbling word. At first, he was annoyed. He got angry because the word was go and dip 
in the river Jordan, in the dirty water of the river Jordan. Maybe not so dirty in those days. But anyway, this was not something he had envisioned. But when he acted upon that word, and when he humbled himself, he humbled himself and received the word because of his humility and because of his obedience, he was able to receive what God had for him. He acted on the word and the faith of God was released and the miracle came and he was cleansed in his body. So let God decide. Acknowledge what God has promised. Believe what God has promised. But the method whereby healing comes, allow God to decide that. But you can lay claim to it. I can lay claim to it. We can walk in this. We can lay claim to this promise. So many times I've been quickened in my body. And every day I believe, even for things that might be wrong with my body that I'm not even aware of, I believe that I receive the quickened touch of the Holy Spirit and that divine healing is flowing through my physical body. You can today receive your healing by faith in God's word. Believe, doubt not, praise Him for it. It's yours in Jesus' name.